Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome once again to another great episode of Free on the Inside. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to another great episode as we stay here at Free on the Inside. This show is sponsored by Granite Place Ministry, which is a nonprofit ministry meeting the needs of our young men and women at risk. And this morning we have a great guest that's going to be on the line here shortly, and we're going to bring him on. He's going to talk to us about some health issues and getting yourself in shape here. I'm speaking about our uh, elderly residents, amen. So uh, prior to him coming on here, we'd just like to give you a little background of what's going on here. Last weekend we had a great episode there with uh, with uh, Barbara uh, Mallory Calloway was our guest last weekend. She was on the program, and she was very instrumental and very positive about what she's doing. She's running a, a political campaign looking to be the next uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. congressperson for the great state of Texas, the District uh, 30, I believe is what it is. So we're looking forward to her uh, coming back on at a later date and sharing with us. Now, this morning here, we're having a little studio difficulty for our guest to uh, for our guest to get in here. So just bear with us for a minute, and we'll bring them right on. And we'll, what we'll do is, prior to uh, getting them on the program, we'll just go ahead and play some music until we get this matter situated.
refreshingly watercolor. For this way, the contemporary jazz exhibit. Sirius XM presents the guest. Sonic Art Magic. Temporary Good morning. Welcome to the Nets. You're speaking to Mr. Joe Lewis. Good morning. Good morning, morning Pastor Lewis. This is Tony Roy. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, we have some uh, studio difficulty with the switch over to our backup system, but thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. And now, as I was introducing you earlier, now this is Tony uh, uh, Lorich. He's uh, uh, the CEO and founder of Strengthen, uh, Strengthen Life, amen, dot O-R-G. Amen, StrongerLife.org. Now, Tony, please you uh, reintroduce yourself and tell us about what you got going on. Well, uh, thank you so much, first of all, for having me. And please, don't worry about the technical difficulties. I mean, isn't that what life is about, overcoming those little difficulties, those unexpected things? So uh, that's okay. And yes, indeed. No, it's a, it's a blessed day, and I, I know that the, the good Lord is going to help us get through no matter what. So what we do here at Stronger Life Incorporated, we're an international organization uh, who goes into the homes of the homebound, and we help them with all health and fitness uh, issues, and uh, we bring it to the home, and we do that all over the world. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, uh, uh, now, as you say, you go into the uh, homes of the, uh, uh, the senior citizens and the homeward bound. Now, what exactly do you do when you go into the home? Okay, excellent question. Yes, sir, we go into their homes and we help them with all health and fitness issues. We provide exercises, uh, stretches, uh, nutrition, general, general nutrition information, Just uh, and it has to be in accordance with whatever their doctors have set up for them. And uh, we, are, we are there as a source of encouragement and motivation and to make sure that they know that there are things that they can do right there at home uh, that will help their their uh, their state of being. Uh, that there is there's always a, a a different level of healing that can be achieved with the investment of their their time and and energy. And one of the other major things that we do is which is very important, and that and that is bringing the other family members, particularly the youth, into the equation, so that they too are part of of uh, the grandma or grandpa or whoever it is that's there that's homebound. Uh, they they need to be a part of that process, the healing process, and uh, and we we set up things and we provide support for them to do that and show them how to do that and we and it's an ongoing support thing. It's not just a one-time visit. And all of this is free. All of this is free uh, to to the people who are homebound and their caregivers. Oh, that's great. You know what? You said something that seemed to be overlooked. You said getting the family involved. Because I don't think about uh, mama and grandparents getting up in age. I'm thinking, hey, that's something that they have to work through. And I never thought about spending time with them through this time, mm-hmm. uh, 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 life mm-hmm. challenges. Again, how important it is to get the family involved in this? Mm-hmm. Extremely, extremely. You know, uh, one of the things that you're so right, that, that yes, sir, that there's, the seniors are our most they're our most valuable natural resource, and particularly in America especially uh that that idea is lost oftentimes but a lot of people don't realize that 
and the seniors, the ones with the experience, uh, they're, they're, they're the ones with the information. They're the ones with the wisdom. And the youth are the ones who need the guidance and the direction. And unfortunately, there, there's, there's, there's been a chasm that, that's, that's developed between the two generations, the, the two age groups. And, and we actually need each other. We really, really do. And so, again, our programs are designed so that everyone in the entire community is part of the healing process. And when I say healing, it's not just the healing of the senior or the person that is homebound. Uh, believe me, our community and our families, extended families, need healing, um, uh, you know, in, in the youth, in the, in the uh, understanding of the importance of, of having that, that person in the home. And uh, that, and they need to know that they have, they still have lots that are that's valuable, that's very much valued by the community and needed. So yes, it's very important to bring the the youth in, in into the equation. Yeah. So as I was speaking with you earlier, you have this uh, slogan that says "muscles for," uh, it said "miracles for mo- uh, for muscles in motion." Tell us about that and the principle behind that. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yes, sir. That uh. That is, that's the name of, of our, our program, one of our major programs that we, we go out, Miracles from Muscles in Motion. And uh, very simply, what that is, it's, it's a program set up of helping people to keep their muscles in motion and, 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 and of course, enjoy all the wonderful miracles that happen from that process. And, uh, and that's all we do is basically go into the community, we train people how to to work with their their homebound relatives or their their people in their community we train them how to to work with them and then we offer support we still offer support uh, even from a distance and in person also uh, for for those those programs and there are just so many things in life that that need to be experienced all the way until it's time to go to the other side and um and very often, a lot of people don't realize what it is that they can do and should be doing. And it all starts from, from motion, keeping the body in motion, keeping the mind in motion. Now, now, uh, Tony, now we know that uh, everybody's different, but what ages are you uh, uh, working with or you feel uh, comfortable with, you know, with, with, as our senior citizen? Because we want, people, uh, we want our listening audience to know that there's, Nothing that's uh, that's not available for them for their loved ones. <laughs> that is very true. That's very true. Yes, sir. They uh, well, I must admit, uh, we work with people uh, of all ages. Uh, we actually even work with with children because the primary the primary focus is is on anyone, absolutely anyone uh, who is not in a position to get out into you know the mainstream world. And, and participate in, in, you know, a lot of the activities outside the home. So, but, but our, tar- our target uh, age group is anywhere between 55 and all the way up. We have, we have people that we work to where you have a 105-year-old lady. Oh, that's beautiful. I smile when I see that because <laughs> I know I have seen uh, elderly people, senior citizens, uh, that are very active, and I'm glad to see that there's someone that's involved in helping <laughs> them to stay active. You know, now, now if someone wants to get involved in what you're doing and know more about what you're doing, or even get a loved one uh, involved in what you're doing, what uh, how would they go about reaching you? The very first thing I would ask them to do is 
is to please go to the website, and that's www.strongerlife.org. Stronger Life, and that's all one word, strongerlife.org. And, of course, they can also contact you, and you have all the uh, information. And, uh, and yes, and we would, uh, well, not we, I personally would get back to them and, you know, give them any information that they need. And uh, there are sign-up um, uh, sleeves on the website also. And at any time, any day, uh, 24 hours a day, there's always someone that will answer your question. That's great. I went to the website. That's a beautiful website. Great testimony on there and a great show of love. Yeah. And I love the, uh, the scenes that you was working with, and they all were excited. You know, I go to the gym occasionally, and I work out, and I know how it makes me feel. Imagine a loved one, one that's in the golden years, you know, how how excited they get. You know, uh, as we were sharing earlier, you won't see that physical physique, uh, uh, you know, being, you know, being defined, but the mental capacity, just able to just be able to mm-hmm. feed themselves. Because sometimes I ache. I mean, you know, my body aches sometimes. Sometimes my hands <laughs> don't feel right. It just takes, if I'm not keeping them in motion, you know. That is true. That is very true. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because <clears throat> that's why I'm a little hesitant to, to put an age, uh, you know, limitation on, on who we work with or who is in need of our services because uh, you're so right, yes, sir. Eddie, you, you, it can start in 25 years old. And, and by the way, we have worked with people who are in their 20s uh, just because it is not a chronological thing. It's not a chronological condition. It has to do with, again, the, uh, the person's knowledge, their wisdom, their willingness to invest, invest in, in themselves and, and know what to do. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of lack of guidance, lack of education. And so that's why it's very important that organizations like ours are available to, to the community, to absolutely anyone at any stage and any age. And, yes, being in motion, all of life, all of life when we think about it, is predicated on vibration, on movement, on movement itself. So the miracles that happen in life, are, are, they're contingent upon us having things in motion. And so the miracles that come from that uh, can be and will be achieved uh, as long as people are willing to go ahead and, and understand that, believe it, and invest in it. Oh, that's, that is so true. That is so, you know, I hear the passion in your voice. You know, I know that this goes beyond just just getting paid, uh, you know, about but what drives you to do what you do? Because you could be doing other things. You could be, you know, uh, uh, ministering to the stars or whoever it may be, or athletes, you know, but yet you find the need of reaching out to our senior citizens. What allows you, what drives you to do something like that? <laughs> well, I must, I must admit, uh, the answer to that is, is a little more spiritual-oriented because it, it truly is a calling. It truly is It's just a calling. It's something that the good Lord put in my heart. Uh, I also, uh, you know, just living life, seeing, you know, what, 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 what is needed. Uh, I personally, by the way, as you probably can imagine, I've personally had some uh, experience with being a caregiver, uh, my mother being bedridden for five years uh, before going on to glory. And then even my, my ex-wife, uh, uh, I had a, there was a, a situation where I ended up having to, to be a caregiver for her for, for many years. 
And so that, with being a, a, a fitness trainer for 40 years, uh, I, I, I actually just saw the need and I understood the, the feeling of isolation, the feeling of hopelessness and helplessness, even though I know we shouldn't feel that way, but being human beings, you know, we, we, uh, we do lapse into that uh, periodically and hopefully temporarily. And I just, I just felt the need. The good Lord, uh, you know, moved my heart to, to do something about it, not just complain about it. And, uh, and, and then of course there's the, the observation of seeing what's what's happening in our in our world community and in our local communities because of the children being neglected when mom or or pop or or grandma or grandpa is at home sick then then of course that affects the entire family there's a ripple effect so i just think that uh uh it's something that that you know the good lord knew that that had to be done and and he gave me the assignment and he trusts me to to fulfill it and I, I do. I'm honored. I'm just honored and, and blessed. And, and I'm glad you said that the assignment and the ability and the desire to fulfill it. You know, that's what our show is about. About you know, uh, free on the inside to give you that ability to say yes. I, you know, it'll tell you, hey, you could be doing other things, or you could go about it another way. But you have that freedom to do these things here, and, and you know, and that's a mm-hmm. gift. And that is truly a gift. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. That's why I say I feel blessed and I'm I'm honored. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Now, Tony, now I've, uh, we're located here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I know that you are uh, you're not a resident of Dallas Fort Worth at this time here, but are you bringing your? Uh, are you able to? Uh, let's let's put it this way: Are you able to uh, go any place that your boss is being heard right now to take care of the needs of our senior citizens as the way they see fit with your strengthening life? program. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. That's, and you're right. No, we don't have a chapter here in Dallas yet, but that's why I'm here. Uh, it's very important that, that Dallas have uh, a chapter of Stronger Life Incorporated. And so, uh, yes, sir, we, uh, we're, I'm here right now representing the organization as the director and founder, and, uh, and we will. We're going to be training uh, people who live here locally, and we're going to be setting up. We're going to be holding classes and demonstrations and, and as I said, just general training in some of the local churches and in the communities. And, uh, and we're, going to, we're going to get things started here also. This is something that we do uh, all over the world. And, of course, uh, Tony's going to be back here uh, regularly, you know, checking on things and, and keeping people motivated and encouraged. Oh, that's great. Now you said that you get you're uh, going to set up a training and a and a and set up something here and there. How is that? Uh, give us the contact number for someone that wants to be involved in this. Is it the same oh, well, as the website? Is that a different number? Uh, yes, yes, sir. I was going to say <clears throat> right now all all uh, inquiries will have to go through Stronger Life, and then now we have a, 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 a Dr. Janet Cobb. She's going to be one of the the major local liaisons for Stronger Life. She is she's done so much already to to bring about you know Stronger Life being here in the local Dallas area. Uh, Dr. Janet Cobb, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're very familiar with her, <laughs> and uh, uh, she's yeah, a, yeah. a wonderful local staple and, and another Earth Angel that. Uh, um, and 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 I don't have her. Uh, number her contact information right here in front of me. I do have, of course, uh, our the Stronger Life uh, phone number is uh, area code 
323-872-4670. Again, that's 323-872-4670. And that's our, that's our uh, telephone number out there in California. And as I said, the Stronger Life Org website has all of the contact information. Oh, that's good. Now, the strong one, I love that. I love that concept, you know, because as we get into uh, uh, into the twilights of our years, we want to be able to take care of ourselves and be independent. And as we were sharing, mm-hmm. I will sense that you, and that's what your desire is too, for I will see citizens to be independent and able to move and have the, the, the flexibility to with to do what they do. You're not only you're not only restored the physical man, but you're also working on the spiritual side. How important it is is to have that spiritual connection with this physical man that we could all be complete. Because you know that mind, body, and soul is what we you know is what I stress in the ministry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You're so right there. And uh, well, it's imperative. How how important it is? It's, it's imperative. Yes, sir. As we know. Uh, where the mind and body and spirit goes, uh, so goes, you know, so so goes uh, the entire life, a person's entire life, and that's and one of the main messages that we are trying to bring to the world is that as we age, as we age, your life actually should be stronger. It may not be physically stronger in the sense that you were strong in your muscles when you were 18 or 21, but it actually should be stronger in the most important way in all of existence, and that is spiritually and mentally and emotionally. We should be more calm. We should be more centered. We, we should be wiser. Wisdom, wisdom in and of itself will make a person's life stronger. And uh, and again, I go back to what I was saying about the youth need that guidance, that wisdom, that strength of the seniors. And at a time when people think that they are on their way out just because they're homebound, because they're receiving some kind of uh, physical challenge, that is actually the time when they are extremely valuable to make the youth and and all around us, whether they're youthful or not, they they need to they need to know how valuable what they have to offer is, and that and that they're still needed and appreciated. And that's what everything that we do is is geared towards towards you know making them understand and, and feel and experience. And it does end up being a stronger life for everyone involved. It, it's the uh, you know it's it's a an, an exponential thing. Uh, once it gets rolling, once it gets going, you know, Tony, as, as you were sharing that, there, I was getting a sense of empowerment. You know, you were saying mm-hmm. that little thing, but it was empowering our senior citizens to take ownership, and you know, and to seek that, you know, uh, that uh, that independence, and you know, just being able to do the things that they had had thought they couldn't do anymore. Now, as a family mm-hmm. member. As a family member, encourage us to get in, uh, uh, to uh, get our uh, our uh, loved ones involved in this. Hey, give us the uh, the sense that hey, this is a needed cause for loved ones because we don't want mom and uh, dad and grandparents just to kind of will the waiter, you know, without you know the physical exercise. Let's let's face it, we all in a busy 
society. We all tend to be so busy. Not that we are busy, but we, we seem to be busy. We tend to let uh, <laughs> forget about our senior citizens and loved ones. And come on there, ignite us. Let us know how important it is to, uh, to uh, introduce this program to our loved ones. Yes, it it really is. Well, as I said, everything you know begins and ends with the the, the home. I mean, you know that that's uh, everything you know stems off of of the, of the home. And again, everyone being able to to contribute everything that they can when they can at all ages and stages. It, it's very important. And uh, and sure, of course, uh, when you don't have certain other freedoms. Uh, uh, and independence in certain other areas at, at a certain stage in your life, uh, believe me, that just oh, there's another door, another window that opens. That uh, and uh, and it's very important that they know that that window and, and door is, is still valuable and, and important for them to open it and and to share the the wonderful wisdom that that they do have. And so, but of course, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, our society has conditioned a lot of us feel that that a person, you know, becomes less valuable as they, as they get older. I mean, you know, the mandatory retirement things. Uh, uh, and then, of course, just the old uh, just shoveling uh, and shuffling uh, a grandma or grandpa away and sweeping them under, under the rug uh, type of thing. Uh, that's not acceptable for those of us here at Stronger Life. And, uh, and we're going into the communities and, and showing them, you know, how that, Cannot happen, and we will not allow it to happen. Oh, that's so true. And you know what? I was just looking at your video here, and I see when you were doing it in group settings, and everybody looks so excited. And you also do it on an individual <laughs> uh, setting. Now, what is the structure? I know it's all different, but give us a sense of as you go into uh, 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 do a group setting. I know uh, what is the curriculum like. Well, uh, yes, yes, sir. You're so right uh, because we do. There are many that there's not just one approach. Uh, uh, there, you know, we set up programs where uh, those that can get out and those that are willing to get out, uh, they still, you know, they we we make sure that they have a, an environment, a nice, safe, clean environment to exercise. I know that's a bad word to a lot of people. They don't they don't want to hear exercise, but uh, let's just say a fun activity that's going to help generate and stimulate circulation. That That's basically what we do. And, and you're so right. We use all kinds of props and tools, uh, uh, things that you don't have to buy special equipment. We use uh, balloons and hula hoops and, I mean, all types of things. But one of the things I do want to impress upon everyone is and make them understand that what we do is from the seated position. You do not have to be able to even stand in order to, to be able to, to receive incredible positive benefits from what, what it is that we do. And we do that in a group environment. Yes, sir, you're so right. We do that in a group environment, and we also do it, you know, privately inside of people's homes with them uh, on a regular basis. So it really does depend on whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever uh, it is that uh, accommodates your needs. Uh, we, we provide it in the health and fitness industry for our seniors, and people with disabilities. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, Tony, now, uh, <laughs> tell us how we get in touch with you because uh, we realize that um, that this is a very necessary and needed uh, program that you're involved in. So uh, give us some numbers for our listening audience and, and that they too okay. can be involved oh. in changing the life of a senior citizen. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, again, 
the telephone number to strongerlife.org uh, is uh, 323 and uh, that's that's the telephone number. Uh, to email to email me directly, it would be Tony Dronger Life Inc. at gmail dot com. And I'll spell that real fast for you. It's just my name: T O N Y S T R O N G E R L I F E I N C. The I N C is for Incorporated at gmail.com and and again I will make sure that you have all of this Pastor Lewis so that uh, if anyone contacts you at, at your, your show uh, or in your congregation that uh, uh, you know you would be able to, to relay that to them also uh, sure well, hey Tony I'm looking forward to you coming down here and establishing a, uh, a, a area down here and I'm looking forward to what you're doing I see that there's a necessity for this here there's a, there's a need for this, and I thank you for seeing that need. Uh, going past yourself, you know, because our our theme is it says help change a life. Oh man, from young to old, lives are being changed, hearts are being mm-hmm. written. Man, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Because <laughs> uh, one day when I get up in my uh, you know in the twilights of my uh, <laughs> life, I want someone to reach out and say, "Come on, now we can do it. Get out the house. Let's go walking." Mm-hmm. Let's do something. Get me in the yard and throw the ball at me. Let me move around or something. I don't want to just say we remember that. We remember remember Minister Lewis when he was out active and now he can't move anymore, so we ain't going to go over there and ball him. No, get me out there. I love that. Get me just sitting down doing exercise. You know, you want, you know what? She shared some things that I wasn't aware of that, you know, you don't have to be up moving around. You could just be sitting down and just moving the upper part of your body. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's, that's great. Oh, yes, indeed. Very, very important. And, and yes, sir, we all know that it really is. Even just moving the upper part of your body, uh, it brings wonderful positive benefits even to the lower body. But even as we're sitting, we're moving the lower body also, by the way. We move the entire body through a whole range of very fun uh, physical fitness exercises. So, Yes, indeed. I would I would ask people to please go to the website, look at it, uh, peruse it, and and see what it is that we're doing, and then contact me. And and for sure, we're going to have programs set up all over Dallas Fort Worth. Well, we're looking forward to it. We're looking for. Hey, thank you very <laughs> much. You know, you've been a great guest, and thank you for coming on and sharing your gifting with our listening audience and encouraging us to be involved in it. Again, you're listening to Tony with StrongerLife.org. Amen. We thank you, Red. We thank you for the contact number. We thank you for being a friend of the show. You're a friend of the show. No. Thank you. Absolutely. And we're looking forward thank to you, you coming back and sharing with us some more things. No, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you again. God bless all of you. God bless you. Have a great day, and we're going to be talking <laughs> soon, okay? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, what a great interview that we had there with Tony was StrongerLife.org. He gave us some contact numbers and told us how we, too, could uh, uh, you know, reach out and be a part of what he's doing and help change your life. I mean, you listen to another great episode of Free on the Inside with Minister Lewis here. We pray you enjoyed the show. We got off to a, 
a start this morning. I'm not going to say anything, but then that's what they feel like. What Tony said, you know, life is challenging. Oh, don't you love challenges? How would you like to wake up every day and have Groundhog Day? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm going to eat the same thing every day. I'm going to go to the same place every day. I'm going to talk to the same people every day, and there's no challenges. Well, that's dull. That's boring. That's ineffective. But yet, when you have those challenges, you're able to meet those challenges, and you can thank God, God, for another day. Uh, I have our co-host on the line this morning. Brother Daniel is going to come in here in a few minutes and just say hello to us, and then we're going to go on with our uh, next segment of our uh, show. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Uh, good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you, brother. Good to hear from you. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? I, I heard you on your trip, man. Oh yes, yes, we had a great time there. We was down at the uh, at a juvenile conference called Strengthening the Family uh, Conference and uh, Youth and Family Conference is what it was called. And so we had a great time, yeah. and we was in, uh, uh, we were exposed to a lot of material, diversity, lifestyle, drug and substance abuse, uh, uh, ethics code and violations. And things of that nature. Uh, and we're talking about uh, there's a message in the music dealing with the hip hop in our youth generation and uh, yeah. how to write grants, uh, uh, agencies uh, that's, uh, that's able to support your needs, you know. And really, and they told me about something during this conference that we should have a, a no door closed policy in our ministry. Because we shouldn't let people come to us and say, we don't have any information that they need. I'm sorry, I can't help you. That's why we have people like Tony on here. For strengthened life, mm-hmm. for, yeah. a life sorry, for a stronger life, for a stronger life. Because when people come to me and they say, hey, I don't know what to do, I can give Tony a call. You know, yeah, Tony, we got yeah. some people here that need some help, man. Come down and talk to them. We got some people in the church, that, they got uh, 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 the uh, uh, congregation of senior citizens, and they want to be engaged and involved in them. And he can come down and do something in a wreck a hall in a gymnasium or something like that, man. You know, and I love that, man. Uh, you know, no closed door. That's why we do what we do for the Lord. Amen. You know, Amen. Here, actors, people that live alternative lifestyle, they come out and say, I'm not doing that no more. And we got family members that wants to get out, but we holding them hostage. I remember what you did years ago. You're going to always do what you always done. No, no, no. You're going to come out of that situation. And you're more than mm. a conqueror. You see, I'm still excited. You say you call it Revolution, no doors closed? Yeah, no doors closed type ministry, man. No, no well, doors closed. Well, somebody come to you, Brother Daniel, and they want to know some information, you ought to be able to reach out to someone to say, hey, man, let me see what I can do, you know, hey, about man. this situation. Homelessness, addicted to drugs, crazy yeah. lifestyle, no yeah. job. No job. Yeah. Yeah, should be able to try to disable. It's like you have a Rolodex full of numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you can always refer somebody to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way the minute it should be. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, Brother Daniel, I sit in this class, uh, we talk about diversity, and they were sharing about all the, uh, you know, the different lifestyles for the, uh, you know, the gay lifestyle, how the different names and uh, uh, associations have been with them, and, and how the gay people are turning lifestyle like to be referred to, and some of the things that they use within their own circle, and mm-hmm. so, and just a, uh, and just a whole different, uh, uh, let me put it this way, I got a whole different view of that type of lifestyle. 
I got a whole different view of how to interact with our brothers and sisters, how some of discontent with what they're doing. Some of them are struggling. Some of them don't want to be in that mm-hmm. high level. They were actually born with genes and stuff that's, that's been, you know, messed up. Some of them, you know, I, listen, I know they said that some people were born like a, uh, and the doctors could not identify their genes that they, you know, they they argued that they were born with, so the doctors assigned a type of, uh, you know, uh, who they are. They gender. What do you mean by that? They gender has been assigned to them as a youth, man. Because they were born that they... Oh, that so they, what you're saying, uh, what you're uh, saying, the doctor's mask are covered up. No, they just were undecided. Persons that uh, a gene, uh, organs wasn't developed quite right. They weren't developed oh, yet. And the doctors were yeah, fine yeah. with who they are. Oh man! And, you know, and then so, you know, and it's, it's, I, I never thought about that. I thought, oh man! You so know? they go through, so they go through the years and teenage years and uh, 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 adolescent years confused. Yeah, confused, not knowing why, and come to find out they got more X's than Y's in in them, and then people didn't know, and they the body started developing and stuff. And I said, wow, I never thought about it like that. I thought that was something somebody chose to live that way, man. I thought that man. people choose to live that way. And then, you know, mm. and then they had this, and it blew my mind, though, man. And, you know, and, and I love this show program because it allows to bring up, you know, we done had people on here that lived an attorney lifestyle, and they changed their life. And we had people on here that just, uh, uh, you know, don't uh, just confuse about what God has for them in their life. But they had one young lady on there that she was uh she was born a man, but now she's uh living the life of a woman, and she was a model down in the Houston area. They said they that she was uh traveling from East Coast to West Coast modeling, and, and she looks just like a woman, but you wouldn't tell unless she revealed herself. And I'm wondering how many people are running around today that's uh really one one sex, but really someone else. You know, not that I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. Overly thinking that, but it's just the idea that it's like that now. You know, there was a time we grew up that we could recognize uh, a man impersonating a woman with the Adam's apple and the hands and stuff, but it's not so anymore. It's not so like that anymore. You know, I think uh, I was listening the other day. You know, uh, they had O.J. Simpson on the TV just uh, last week, and then he was uh, he was talking about this guy and uh, what's his name, Kyle Jenner. You know. <laughs> And uh, uh yeah, he basically, yeah. I remember him. Yeah, he, he he was saying that. Well, you know, the what he said, that's his life. You know, oh, you know, they would want him to tear down, tear him down. You know, make people don't do that no more, Reverend Lewis. People don't bash people no more because of their sexuality. You know, and basically, if you do it, most of the time you will get a whole lot of repercussions from uh, some people even lose their jobs. Yeah, by what and, they and say. We have to love them, man, and, and, and pray that they come out of their lifestyle and give them support that they will yeah. come out of that. Because some people have been yeah, abused man. as a young child, and, and so they are confused about it. So us as believers and born-again Christians, we are, you know, we want to pray for our sisters and brothers, and we want to give them some information and to help them make that transition if they so choose to. And that's why I was very impressed about this saying no closed doors. You know, Ricky, it ought to be Yes, we go to our daily activities. Somebody's saying that they need some food, and we can say, "Brother, I I don't have the the money or the resources to feed you on a day day basis, but you are better go here to the Salvation Army. You are better go here to a to the shelter and get some food and get some resources." Don't say, "Brother, I just can't help you." 
then it's up to them to make that choice because you can only offer it to them. Uh-huh. You know? but some, some people you say, hey, I don't want to do that. So, so, yeah. You can't twist their arms and make them do what you want them to do, you know? No, no. Yeah. And, and and then we had another we had another conference or class that I was very impressed with it was trying to have a message in the music. And they had uh 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 you know and and they had all these people was from the University of Austin, man. They were students and they were studying in the in these things, man. Uh uh gender diversity, they have classes for that. They have classes for uh uh hip hop music, man. They had they had this student down there, he was a he was a, a writer, man, and a performer, but yet he was studying uh, hip-hop music in the culture. And he was talking about mm-hmm. how different songs, you know, represent the uh, people's lifestyle and their tragedy, and there's a story. And it's almost like a little old uh, a diary oh. you know, when they're writing the music. They're talk, talking about grew up and they think that they, you know, that they experience in the neighborhood with drive-bys and shooting. I need a gun. If you listen to the music, you know. And the message is and there's something in that. And yeah. he said that how young yeah. people are crying out and how they seeking help, but the, uh, the only uh-huh. outlet they have sometimes is in the music, or uh, in the things that they do, you know. Yeah. Living that gangster well, lifestyle. Ago, if you look at it, you look at it, Reverend Lewis. Most of all periods of music uh, have different forms of uh, communication. Sometimes the uh, uh, the environment, uh, social struggles that they're having in their lives, they bring out in music. And I was thinking about how, you know, like uh, jazz is, was going through the 1940s and 50s. And, and I think Billie Holiday was one of the first ones to make a song about, uh, uh, she called it uh, Strange Fruit. You remember that song? Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, and, and basically they didn't have a, any kind of vehicle to show uh, for somebody to listen to them. So she was basically one of the first people to write a protest song, you know, and she got a lot of flack from people about, man, why would we write some kind of song about that? Oh, how, but that's history. Uh, as time went on, he went through the 40s, we went through the 50s, uh, when uh, the Big Band and and the Cotton Club and the Duke Ellingtons and the uh, Dizzy Gillespie's and the Miles Davises and all those different people. And then we came in the deal where we came up with uh, uh, James Brown, and he was originally the first rapper. You know? Yeah, James Brown. He started talking, and then we came in through Tupac. Basically, Tupac was was one of the first people, really. To me, he was a he was a vast poet. But at the same time, he wanted to live that street life. He lived the street life, and but he was an intelligent person. But if you listen to some of the things he talked about, he was talking about. Hi, man, don't let the life get you down. Don't let the world get you down. Don't, you know, I love my mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and he, man, he, and then when they really lose their lives, man, you know, it's a kind of hard thing to take, you know, because you can 
understanding, man, that God poured out his soul in his music. And that's what our youth do. So they poured out their soul in their words and they put music to it. You know, I used to kind of knock it a long time ago. And now I saw this lady, man, around about 60 years old last week. We was at a football game. And, you know, they were down there playing these rap songs at football games now. And uh, she knew one reverse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for that to be the, the that be the, 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 the norm for today, I said, God, you know, our world sure has changed, you know. I remember, you know, the songs used to be a blues song, you know. Oh, it used to be a rock and roll song. But now everybody wants to be hip through hip hop to to rap music, you know? Mm. And that is so true. That is so true. Hey Rick, I had the opportunity to meet this uh this rapper down there called uh Saul Powell. Saul Powell. He was uh, one of the performers. Yeah, and I and I talked with him. He's a graduate of a uh, the University of Texas, and he was an ex-game member. And he and he had went to jail for three years for some things that he had done, man. And yet he still was able to find success, man. That was really inspirational message, man. And now he said that, that he got this gift that he can take any group of words and create a song out of it. And you know, and mm. so he had some people in the audience to put together some words, like six or seven words, and he was able to uh, give a rap out of all the words that they had. And I wonder, and wonder how many people are not being aware of the gift that they have. They can take any situation and be successful. Out of I lost my job, but I can be successful. I've been addicted to things, but I can still be successful. And that's the message that I got out of that. And this young man had went before. Uh, uh, he done went before leaders. He was invited to the White House. He done played at, at a couple of the Super Bowl presentations, and, and he done been nominated for Grammys. And I never heard of him before. And I went to his website. I was very impressed about all the things he had done. But yet he took he, – he did not value his blessing or his gifting. He said he was always smart. But at school, he wanted to play dumb because around him, other people wasn't smart, and people were laughing at him and making fun of him and bullying him because making of his knowledge. Bullying, yeah. You know how it is sometimes when you mm-hmm. do sports, we used to call people bookworms, you know. You know, you make it all yeah. his age, uh, you, know, you, you know. And so he said that he was running around trying to be, uh, you know, a fit in with the crowd, and it cost him some time. But but someone intervened in his life. He had a mentor. He had someone that helped change his life. And I'm glad they had that theme because as I share that with people, people say, "Man, you can't change nobody's life." I can't, but God can. You know, Jesus said in John the 14th chapter, He said, "Go, you're gonna do greater things than me." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean I'm gonna be able to give sight to the blind? Yeah, you can see that a person see the errors of their ways. You mean to tell me that I'm gonna be able? to uh, uh, save a soul from death, yes, but you could tell a person the errors of their ways, you know. But uh, And I got to thinking, man, God has gifted each one of us uh, for his glory and also to help someone else. Man, that's powerful, brother. You know, because of you, brother, I'm here today. I remember when you came to see me, when I was down on my luck, people that counted me out. I wasn't valuable, man, but you would come by and you wouldn't do me. You would do you like Job. You just come by and check over it. You wouldn't deal, but you'll just sit there with me for a while. You'll leave and come back. <laughs> and 
and you were a friend. And I knew I was doing bad, but you didn't have to tell me I was doing bad. You knew I was doing bad. I knew I was doing bad. That's why I'm not so much at telling people you're an alcoholic, you're a drug addict, you you this and that. Man, they already know that. You know, but I'm here to tell you that you're greater than that situation. And that's what a a a, a sound power was telling us, man. And then I met another young man, Ricky. Matter of fact, I met this young man. You remember the Carter High School uh, uh, a movie that they made? Yeah. You know, this young man was the star of the Carter High School. Uh, What's his name? Uh, his name is Mark White. Mark White. Mark White. You'll see. Yeah, you'll see me and him on the on our Facebook page. Me and him was talking, and then we started hugging, and I got a chance to share with him. And you know, Mark uh-huh. White was a uh, he was a troubled young man. He was in in and out of the juvenile con- uh, detention center, and his uh, uh, family adopted him. And his parents never allowed mm. him to go and stay with his family. And his family had money, they had connections, but they also had a heart, and they wanted to help this young man out. And they allowed him to stay in his house and allowed him to get stable. He you know was able to go to school. You know, he was able to go to college. And his family had kids that they had sent to uh, pursue their career. They had a daughter that she wanted to be a movie star, so uh, they allowed her to go to California, and, and they helped her get set up. And she started acting in in movies and commercials. And then uh, he asked him, uh, and they asked Mark what he wanted to do. He said he wanted to play sports. And they said, well, we got him a couple of trials with some uh, professional teams or so walk on in college. And so he went mm-hmm. to California to meet his his adopted sister and the family went out there and she was uh doing a uh she was in a play and the director asked him, said, Hey, do you wanna just sit in and be an extra in a, in one of these uh, uh movies? It was a movie scene. He said, You wanna be an extra and he went on and he he said he nailed the line right quick because it was kinda of what he was doing, you know, his lifestyle. They wanted someone to do be a hard person against in mm-hmm. the movie role. And he nailed that line the first day. They said, man, you got potential. And so he said, hey, I want to be an actor. They, and, and his adopted parents allowed him to take up some classes and coaching classes and acting classes. And he got his role in a shot to be in the Carter High School movie. You know about those young men? Oh, yeah. They went to jail. Yeah, he I know the story. Role mm-hmm. in that. Well, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie either, man, but I'm going to go see the movie. I'm going to pull it up on YouTube. But little did I know, man, yeah. because someone intervened in his life, it helped change his life. And I got to thinking, Ricky, about you and me and all those that's been born again, what the impact we make in people's lives, whether we write books or whether we encourage it. We never would know. We never will know or be able to understand the difference we made in someone's life and just pass it. Maybe somebody just, you know, just feeling bad at a gas station and you're there talking to them. Or in a grocery store, or you helping somebody in that short, brief mm. moment, you making an impact in their life. Yeah, time that you can never bring back, Reverend Lewis. You know, like every 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 experience is, uh, leads to another experience. You know, basically we passing on uh, we passing on uh, the goodness of Jesus through what we do. And we pass on the word. Basically, that's what he told us, to pass on his his views, pass on the knowledge, pass on the gift, pass on the gift of life, pass on the gift of life. 
And it's mean, like you were talking about these older people, man, how sometimes, you know, people get a certain age and they don't want to, basically, they don't want to go on. They feel useless because most of the time, most of the young people don't have time to communicate or talk or even go see your parents, you know. Go back and spend a couple of minutes with them. Go spend a 30, 40 minutes with your parents. Go see them. Go talk about what we used to do a long time ago. Go talk about what we can do for tomorrow because, you know, tomorrow is not promised to us. You know? Tomorrow is not promised yeah, to nobody. True. We see one day at one time because what you do today leads to tomorrow, and what you don't do can also lead to a, to an, uh, another tomorrow because you, you sit back the next day and wonder, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I go over there and speak to? Why didn't I go over there? You know, Rick Lewis, you know, I know a lot of things, man. And you know me. You've been knowing me ever since we were little kids, man. And the main thing, what what's really troubled me, Reverend Lewis, is my mom. I never got to tell my mom on a day she died. I never got to tell my mom. I wanted to tell my mom one that day that I really loved her. I really loved her. But I never got the chance to tell her that, you know. I mean, certain things, we never had this, just basically this, this molding and hugging and, and you know, and, and and when it's gone, it's gone. They're gone, Rev. Lewis. Yeah. You know? So what I'm saying today, I want everybody that's in the sound of my voice today, go over there and touch somebody and tell somebody you love them today. Tell them, I love you. Jesus loves you, you know. Forgive anybody that you know you have offended, and leave it like that. You know, brother, that, that is so true, brother. That is so true. You know, a lot of times we go through a life and we don't let no one know. And you know, we people say, "Hey, you know, that kid, they say, they know, you know, I love you, you know, I do. Yes, I do. But you sometimes you need to, sometimes you need to show that you love them, man, because it makes the world a difference." You know, sometimes we get to the point where we can't do nothing else but just smile, you know. Sometimes people don't even want to smile. I ain't got to smile at you. You know what I'm But if you just show that kindness. And, and, and Brother Daniel, I knew your parents, your mother and your father. And I, I knew how much you cared for them. And you were uh, always respectful and you were their oldest son. Because, you know, we grew up in a generation where we respect our parents back in the day. Now, kids don't really care about their parents. So, well, you're just another person. But it was a time we called mama, mama, we called daddy, daddy, and they said, come in the house, and everybody else is running around outside. We came in the house. And they said, don't yeah, go we came out. In the house. Find you. Guess what? We would ride where they could find us. And they call our boys, and we out there playing. You know why we used to play football across the track? And when they say come mm-hmm. home, we came, We went home. We don't care what everybody else I playing. dropped everything and I had in my hand, and I came in the house. And it, it, yeah, it, it, it you know, so, peeped us out. Peeped us out, Rebel. It made me a better person. It taught me just. Uh, yes, it did. It taught me a, a yeah. form of mental discipline in order to know that I can have whatever I'm doing, I can drop it and ch- challenge my views to something else. You know, it taught me discipline. And basically, that's what's yeah. going on today with the youth of the day. They're not disciplines. And where comes from disciples? Discipleship. You make yourself a yeah. disciple. You know? And, and you know, yeah, and, and you know, Ricky, when we were growing up, we all had different things, but nobody ever thought they were better than nobody else. Like, we had clothes, we would change clothes. Hey, man, let me wear that shirt, let me wear those pants. Hey, man, you got something, let me share, you know, 
We didn't ever say, man, I got this and this bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm Yeah, you remember when we went to North Texas one time, Jody? And we all cried out for my little car, man. And we went to this little party, man. Well, you know, I was the oldest guy, and I wanted to try to teach y'all a little culture, show you a culture. And so I took you to this this party. They give it to uh, uh some people say he didn't have no clothes, so I let him wear my top, part of my my little suit, and he wore the box. And so whatever yeah. we kept going in the party, Peter kept following me around. I said, "Hey, that's all there, Peter." I don't want, you know. I remember that. But they were my friends. They were my friends. They were y'all were my friends, and I wanted to show y'all basically what can be open for you. The world is wide open for them, but some kind of way along the way, something got into them, and they went one route, and we, you know, we went another route. Everybody gonna go to yeah. one certain route. And life, and basically, it's left up to God for you to deal up to come back to Him. And that is so true. That's so, brother. We got to get out of here, man. I like the way you. I like that right there, man. Because it, it put a smile on my face. Like I remember those times. I thank God for watching over us, man. When we were young, and <laughs> didn't know any better, but He knew that we were gonna be here to encourage each other and encourage other people around us. And you know what? Thinking about that, let me realize I didn't get here by myself. I had friends that walked beside me and things that we done that we laughed about and we cried about it, but yet we encouraged ourselves. Hey. And it gave us an opportunity hey, to encourage hey, someone hey. else. So today, man, I'm encouraging everyone at the sound of my voice to allow God to use them mightily and to not hold anybody hostage for their past experience and their past uh, uh, mishaps because God is gracious and forgiving. Brother Daniel, close us out in the word of prayer, please. Heavenly Father, uh, I'm coming from James 5 and 16. It says, confess our faults one to another and pray for one for another that you may be healed. The affection and influence prayer of the righteous man avails much. So that means just like if you got any fault in yourself, go to somebody and tell them you I forgive you, my brother. I love you. This is basically what this theme for I've been saying for the last 15 minutes. Go touch somebody, Lord. Touch that child that can't find his way in life. Touch that brother, that sister, or that, that, that uh, uncle, or, or anybody that's in your family that needs help. Show them that, that the God is the way for them to go. Shut that homeless person that don't have anywhere to live. Touch him. Go out and give him some money. Or go give him a, a bowl of soup. Go give him something to eat to show him that I love you, my brother. That God is the only way out for you. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that we're going to find, we're going to find a way back to you. Amen. Hey man, God that bless you. Know, that was a little different prayer, man. But it's just that's just where I was feeling today, Reverend Lewis. I just, I just, I just the way I was, I am today, man. You know, I'm working out a at a uh, the day at a and in Carrollton, Texas, man. One of these uh concerts, concerts. You know, one of these. I want y'all to pray for me today that uh you know everything go all right. You know, and and you know. You know how it is with these concerts, man. Anything goes, man. You know, 
you know. Yeah, and that's so true. We yeah. will be praying for you. And uh, thank you once again, Brother Dan. You've been a great co-host and great supporter of the show and, and a good friend of mine. So thank you very much. And we realize these are busy times, but so we're going to pray one for another. You have been listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside. We uh, had our guest on this morning, Tony, with strengthenlife.org. We ask you to... Uh, Go back and uh, give him a call regarding some of the things that he shared with us this morning. He gave us a, a contact number. That number is three two. Uh, uh, it's three two three eight seven two forty six seventy. And you too can call him up and ask him how you can be involved in changing the lives of our uh, senior citizens. Uh, looking forward to speaking with you once again next weekend for another great episode of Free on the Inside. You'll be listening to this show with uh, host Mr. Lewis and co-host brother Richard Daniel. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Make a difference in someone's life. Especially for you.